This is Krista and Angel coming to you live from Special Kind of Chaos. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's been a week. It really has. Actually, I know it's been a it's really been a week for you. You've had a lot going. Yeah. Busy week. Plus the end of the school year's coming. I don't know. I am so, and it's so funny because Ben can't go to summer school this year. Oh, there's, they don't offer summer school at the school he goes to? They do, not at the school. Oh, they so, change campuses. Yeah, and teachers and staff, and he doesn't, that's not his jam. So I'm like, well, we'll stay home and enjoy it. And Ooh, that's a total change in routine. It is, but he likes it. We have the pool. He, he oh. goes, the hot tub, <laughs> the pool, his trains, his iPad, his, we go for a walk, you know, so it's. So he's going to the resort for this summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting oh. way to put it, but yeah. So we're getting ready to start summer school, and it sends me into a sheer panic because we are at a different campus. We will have a different teacher. We will have a different uh, team of people in the classroom, which means she'll have a different one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, pretty much the whole entire thing. So I'm literally on the fence right now going, what do I do? But on the flip side of that, she does not enjoy the yeah. resort at my house yeah. quite as much as your guy enjoys your <laughs> resort. Because uh, for me, she's like, oh, wait, I want to be social. Get me out of here. But whereas normal people, and I say that with quotation marks, normal people, <laughs> their kiddos get out for summer and they just love it. Yeah. And for us, um, it actually causes a level of stress. It actually starts to like, because the parents have to be, instead of getting that small break when our kids are at school, yeah. we're kind of always on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's interesting. I, I think part of my excitement is that Sean isn't working. Oh. So he's with Ben and, and he takes such good care of me. <laughs> I get really mad when school comes around and it's like he leaves before me. <laughs> I'm like, where's my coffee? <laughs> Wait, I want a Sean. Yeah, I, I <laughs> know. For hire. He's so good. So, Sean, honey, keep it up. Sean, the best. <laughs> Sean, we're looking for a, to hire a Sean at our house for the summer. I like coffee. <laughs> we have a poll. <laughs> we'll send you Krista's address. <laughs> All right, so a lot of our families, though, come down to kind of really kind of struggling during yeah. the summertime, which I think really leads us into today's topic. Absolutely. We have an amazing guest here with us today. She is kind of going to give us some pointers on how to keep from getting caregiver fatigue, mom burnout, kind of all the things that we worry about through the summer. But let me tell you how amazing she is. Well, we don't only think about that and worry about that during the summer. Oh yeah, actually we worry so, about it all the time. Yeah. But the summer it's summer it kind of like ignites that flame yeah. because we don't we generally put ourselves on the back burner and just take care of business all right. summer long. Yeah. Whether that it's is true. creating play dates or dealing dealing with the day-to-day -day, like needs right. and during the school everything. year, you know, if you're home, you get that little break. So mm -hmm. those coffee dates with with your friends or things like that, yeah. um, they are so important. So that is true. Uh, All right. Thanks so, for helping me out here. I was feeling I really good about summer. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. 
some of us. <laughs> this is like the yin and the yang thing going on here, girl. Nobody else has a Sean. So. <laughs> All right, so we have an amazing guest today, Miss Henna Calhoros. So she is amazing. She's a certified life coach and actually specializes in our special need with special needs moms and helping is special so needs moms. So cool. Yes, and she actually understands our special needs struggle, let's yeah, say, yeah. because she's actually one of us. Oh, it's pretty, wow. it's actually really cool. She's from Southern California, and she has two kiddos. One of them is medically fragile, and or at least complex, medically complex. And she's actually done some pretty amazing stuff. She wrote an article with, for the Special Ed magazine that talks about mom burnout and gives pointers to how to kind of overcome some strategies, I'd say, on how to do this. So she's going to share those with us today. And she's ambassador for Chalk, which is the Children's Hospital of Orange County. Wow. So it's pretty incredible. So that, that's itself is so important. <laughs> All right, Hannah. So join us today and... Help us help our friends. <laughs> yes. Hello. Thank you so much, Krista and uh, Angel, for having me. I would love to talk about self-care with summer coming around. I know there's a lot of anxiety with specifically moms with special need kids where what are you going to do? Let, the best way to deal with it is just have a plan of care. Let's Number one, let's just talk about self-care. Are you, do you guys know what self-care is? Let's just talk about the basics first. Krista, well, any idea? Generally, self-care kind of just reminds me to uh, car, like to take care of myself, reminding me to take care of myself while I'm taking care of everybody else. I guess that's just how I think of it. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Uh, Angel, anything? What, what, what would you define self-care as? Hmm. Uh, right along the same lines as Krista. Wait, I feel like I said the wrong answer. I know, right? <laughs> Give like, a better answer. Um, so okay. Expand on it. So... Um, yeah, like there's just care caregivers get so entrenched in what they're doing. So having the opportunity to kind of step away and mm -hmm. remember that you are, you know, you are your own person away from whoever it is we're care we're caring for, and, and really doing something that uh, helps your mental health, your emotional health, physical health, all of that. Yes, um, you both of you guys nailed it. Self-care itself, the actual definition is taking your uh, taking care of yourself physically and mentally. And this is a big issue for the special moms out there. I call them special moms because I feel like we are special. Um, number one, a lot of moms don't even know what self-care is. It's a foreign concept to them. If you tell them like, how are you taking care of yourself? They usually like pause for a second and then blank out like, wait, no one's ever even asked me that question. Really? Wow, never thought about it. I'm like, what are you doing for yourself? You know, and um, with majority of my clients, the problem that I have is how to incorporate self-care in their daily schedule. These poor moms are busy with therapies, appointments, IEPs, you name it, advocating for their kids. They have this crazy schedule, and then they do not know how to put self-care in the routine. And that's what I want to like educate people about is that self-care does not necessarily mean spending a day at a day spa. That's not a practical solution. My point of view of self-care is finding small little moments in your day where you can have little happy moments and that itself kind of gives you a little bit of power as well too over your schedule and your um, life and routine. So 
the best way to do it is I always tell my moms like step one make a list of things that make you happy and keep in mind the idea of self-care is different for everybody for one mom it might be just sitting at the beach reading a book for another mom it might be retail therapy and there's no judgment on that so always make a list of things that make you happy and if you know and that doesn't necessarily mean like you know attending an IEP meeting I don't know if that would make you happy but I'm just saying you know something for yourself where you find joy in it second I always say like in the second issue that I always had is how do I put in my schedule all right number one where are all your appointments are they on the calendar or are they in a planner or on your phone all right let's take a look at our phone tell me if you have any slots open oh I have an hour uh, open I didn't realize it and I've been dying to get a pedicure hmm let's put two and two together what do you think you should be doing that's the easiest way to put your self-care in your schedule so we're so used to putting like schedule you know appointments therapies but what's wrong with putting something for ourselves right. if you put it on your phone your planner this is a day I'm gonna get a pedicure I have half an hour between my IEP meeting whatever you will feel much better I really believe with special need moms we experience a burn we burn out a little bit more faster than a regular mom i'm sorry i'm not trying to be mean to the other moms or dismissing their issues but it is a fact because we're in a survival mode every single day you're going day by day hour by hour we have our good days and our bad days so it's really important to prevent the burnout self-care is extremely important on a daily basis and that's where i i always tell moms like look at your schedule try to do it it could be just grabbing coffee like a, a cup of coffee if that's your thing go for it if you can't go anywhere on your way to therapy just stop at a starbucks drive through and just grab your coffee you'll feel like oh my god i have some control over my life you know right. and that's all you need sometimes you know and if you start incorporating that on a daily basis it does make a huge difference on your mental health that's the way i look at it so with summer come, coming around that's the same um advice i would give to all the moms Look at your schedule. If you have things you have to do, like therapy, summer school, you mentioned, okay, well, there's 24 hours in one day, right? So all that time that you have open, how could you put some of the stuff that you want to do? Yeah. And if you can't do it on the weekday, plan it on on the weekend. Well, um, and we schedule our kids, right, all the time. Absolutely. So it absolutely. naturally fits to say, I'm going to schedule, you know, even if it's during therapy, Yes. And they're in OT and yes. you can, even if you can sit over here and read a book or, you know, scheduling that, that this is their time. So I'm going to add in something for me, you know? Yeah. Hey, so you actually, so what's your background? How did you so end up doing this? Yeah. So my background is I have a bachelor's in social, um, in psychology and social behavior. I did one year of uh, master's in counseling psychology, MFT program. I got married. I never finished it. Then I became a mom. And then when I had my son, my son got really sick when he was 16 months old. So we've been on a special needs journey for the past eight years and we're still on that journey. I wanted to use my, I've been through a lot with my son that I wanted to just kind of um, give back to the special needs community and just kind of connect with moms that are struggling with these situations you know because i've been there when you're a mom a special needs mom you feel very lonely sometimes like you can't 
you can relate to regular moms when the regular moms are talking about like you know the Nordstrom anniversary sale and you're like there looking for a surgeon for your son it's a completely different life and I that's why I as a life coach I really do connect to the special needs community and I can understand their daily struggles and that's where I really really want to help and give back to that's moms awesome. and dads and families actually I'll be right. honest yeah. well and caregivers can be anybody it could be the grandmas and yes. it could be you know it could actually be somebody who's stepping in for a parent that maybe can't do it as, as a friend or an aunt or uncle. So do you mind, would you mind sharing a little about your son? Is that okay to ask? Yeah, that's okay. Uh, my son, um, at when he was 16 months old, he got diagnosed with a rare autoimmune, uh, autoimmune disorder. Um, I thought he was sleeping. Little did I know he was in a coma. Um, he got rushed to uh, from the pediatrician's office by an ambulance and then they declared him unresponsive, which I don't even understand what that meant. Um, he was in a coma for three weeks on life support and he was only 16 months old. So at that time, um, we didn't know if he was going to make it. And oh at that time, there was all these specialists working on him and they had this fear like he needs to get out of his coma or it's not good. By after three weeks, he started, it started moving a little bit. and it's so different from what they show you in the movies where you just wake up like that. It's not like that at all. That's what I envisioned. He just started moving like his eyelid and they're like, Oh, he's waking up. I'm like, what do you mean? His eyelid, his hand moving. It took him three weeks to get out of his coma. So what happened was when he woke up out of his coma, he had to relearn how to walk, talk, swallow, chew, pretty much like global delays everything got affected because two-thirds of his brain got affected so his vision his fine motor skills gross motor skills speech everything got affected they had to put a feeding tube on him he's still he's uh, nine right now he still has a feeding tube and that's where my um, special needs journey started since he was 16 months old and he's nine right now. So I've been through pretty much everything you can imagine, ER visits, surgeries, or he's had so many surgeries that I can't even, I can't even name them to be honest with you. And that's where, that's where, that's basically my life. So I can understand moms and their struggles a lot because I've been there and I really, um, I'm gonna get emotional about this. I really do want to help them. I feel like if I can help like one mom a day, that would just, that's just, it'll, it'll give me a chance to like redeem myself because I've been there and I know how hard it is. I was very privileged to have a really good social support, which brings me to another thing. It's very important to have a good social support. You have to surround yourself with really good family friends and they should be those friends where you could just call them and vent out. You're not calling them for, you know, medical advice. That's what the specialists are for. Somebody who will pick up the phone and just listen to you. Because sometimes that's all you need. Right. That's all you need, right? I right. could not survive without yeah. without that. I know I couldn't, mm -hmm. right? I, I, well, agree. I agree. And even, like like you said, I, I feel like we've, I've created a really good network of people and I have those people in that struggle, like my special needs friends that I can call. The great thing about my special needs friends is that when I call them and I'm just like giving them it all, 
they don't try to fix it for me. They just listen to me. And so they're like, it's that moment. They're the, they're my person. They have their own struggle. So they're not going to try to fix it or carry it for me, but they're going to let me get it out. And that's, that for me has been invaluable. So I agree with you. It's important to have that support system. And, and it, I, it is it for is. me, I think that's the part that's, that's missing is because of my work role, I have to stand back. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I have the support of, and, and my circle really are non-special needs moms. And, oh. and it is, it's, I hear a lot, you know, I, I couldn't do what you do. How do you do it? And And that's not helpful. (laughs) No. So, um, yeah, it really is like, you know, that unique when you do really click with a special need. That is a gift, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like like any um, friend, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, there's people you click with. But it is like a secret club. Mm -hmm. No matter what, no matter who it is, you feel a bond. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's this weird, I don't know, family, right? It, it, is, really it is. is. It's like an instant connection you have because like they get you. So you don't have to explain much. Hey, I can't make it. Uh, he's not feeling well. Oh, totally. I get it. Not a big deal. With the other mom, like they'd be like, wait, what happened? Why is he sick? Wait, why is he in therapy? Wait, why does he have this? Why does he have an IP? It's like, oh, I don't have the time to answer these questions. You know, the other people get it. Like, and I think, you know, like not understanding the IEP, like, okay, you're just getting together with the school. What's the big deal? Oh, what? I liked, I liked what you said. um, You know, if you can schedule something right before an IEP, I never even thought of that. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. You know, yeah. you're just running here and there. And for most of us, that is so emotionally hard mm-hmm. for us to sit through two hours of what's wrong with our kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that having kind of that moment to relax and, and prepare yourself mentally. I'm just always running in at the last minute. Um, I really liked that. Um, and even after. There's always that thing you see yeah, the, the two cups, you know, coffee before, you know, wine after. And mm-hmm. like that truly is very. <laughs> well, so very let's true. say that you don't have a network of people, because I feel like even like circumstances could just be that you're in the country and you just don't have a lot of people close by. I kind of like the idea. I know that you're a life coach, but I like the idea of reaching out to somebody who from a professional stance can offer support as well right so what's the difference between like a life coach and a therapist then like what is that so a lot of people ask me that question that's a wonderful question a lot of people don't even know what life coaching is so let me explain it so the actual definition is we're wellness professionals that help make our clients make progress in their lives to attain greater fulfillment well basically the difference is as therapist uh, as life coach we do not assess we do not diagnose you we do not test you. We can't talk about medication because that's for the therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist, social worker to do. We're basically, as a life coach, we talk about your problems. And if you're having a problem, basically, you're trying to get from point A to point B. How do we get there? So it's more present-based and more future-based. We don't go back to your childhood that much, talk about trauma. We don't do that. That's more for therapy. We're more so I have, like I said, with a lot of my clients, like, Hey, how do how can I add self care in my schedule? That's where my I, I don't know what to do. 
So this is what we talk about phase one, like what is going on? What is your schedule like? And then we, the goals would be, okay, how about this? Why don't you add it a couple minutes before IP and this, and then we add goals to get from point A to point B. So it's actually um, for some women, for some moms, uh, life coaching is actually a little bit more beneficial for them than therapy because therapy can take longer and sometimes they don't want to go back to their childhood and back back they just want to go hey this is my problem how can I fix it so that's what life coaching is all about I we just talk that. about obstacles and hurdles and let's make goals and let's let's work with it and that's what I do as a life coach for moms like you know mom burnout is a very big theme I've seen mom guilt they feel even guilty for even like going out with their friends once in a while because they're so used to taking care of other people that they feel guilty. And I'm like, why? Why do you feel guilty if you want to take care of yourself? I always ask my clients, like, how are you charging your mom batteries? You tell me, what is it you're doing? If your battery is like running on 2% and you have so much work to do, you won't be able to do it. How are you charging your battery? And it depends. And that's where self-care comes in. If you're, are you charging your battery by doing the laundry? The housework, that's not going to be fun, right? What are you doing for yourself that makes you happy? Right. It's funny because I think um, when you talk about mom guilt, I think, you know, in like my situation, I'm divorced from my special kiddo's dad. And that Um. gives me that natural break, right? And so um, I think for me, it it is vital, right? We get that downtime. And so I'm not... I'm not saying go out and get divorced. Well, uh, you're kind of you're kind of selling it to me over here. I'm gonna have to have a talk no, with my no, husband. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Sorry, Frank. Sorry, Frank. Bring flowers tonight, please. Um, but it's true. It's the only time I feel guilt-free from being away from my child. Well, yeah, because then you think about well, who's gonna do it. If I'm not there, who's gonna do it? But the truth mm-hmm. is. If I run myself so far down that I can't do it, somebody will have to step in and do it anyways. So planning for myself to take care of them becomes super important. Yeah. Super important. And I like the fact that you, by having your support system, whether it's your friends, your family, or a life coach, you have people you can check into to yeah. put you on track to remind you to Absolutely. take care of yourself, right? Absolutely. work towards your goal. Yeah, that's true. And mm-hmm. I, I think that that a lot of times is, you know, we do get so sidetracked mm-hmm. because we're busy so much with the things that are so important yeah. and are our immediate need that mm-hmm. if you don't schedule those things in, it, it's going to get to a point. I know for me, it's like every three months or so. Right. Oh, right? absolutely. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I crash. I crash for a couple days and mm-hmm. um, and so making sure to schedule that in when you do have those little gaps right I love that looking ahead planning for that and and keeping on track with what your goal is and maybe it's the little steps right. to get there mm-hmm. but actually looking at the calendar and planning that in is that's just brilliant absolutely I would say do it in baby steps you can't just go like, oh, day spa all of a sudden. No, do it in baby steps. And like you mentioned, Krista, earlier, I say small things like, for instance, if you're in your child's therapy or waiting around, 
listen to your favorite podcast, you know, you know, download <laughs> Kindle. Listen to special kind of chaos. There <laughs> you go, you know. If it's not your download, favorite. It's download the Kindle, read your, read your favorite book while you're in therapy. I mean, therapy session is what, 15 minutes for occupational physical therapy. So on the phone, take advantage of technology, learn a new skill, like anything, you know, it will empower you. Not only that, it gives you a sense of control. Because as special need moms, we don't have much control. Unfortunately, the clock dictates what we're supposed to be doing, right? Right, right? Unfortunately, it is what it is. So it gives you a sense of control like, oh, okay, I did this today. I learned a new skill. Oh, I went to Starbucks, got tried their new latte. It may sound so like small and trivial, but really those small things make a huge difference. Yeah. If you do it on a day-to-day basis, it will... I mean, you're still going to burn out. I'm not saying you're not going to burn out, but it'll, you'll burn out at a slower rate. Right. You know, that's what I have to say. So one thing I'll, I'll share a tip that I learned probably about two years ago. Um, I don't even know who I learned it from now, but uh, I, I am entrenched in my life. I love being a mom and I love being involved in everything. I just, I really too, truly do love it. Stepping away is really hard for me. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that I need to take time for myself in the middle of doing all the things I'm doing. So I have figured out that while I'm doing the dishes or cooking dinner or whatever, I'll put my headphones in and turn on a Netflix show. Yes. I'm not really like sitting in front of the TV watching TV, but I'm mindlessly checking out from what's going on around Uh, me while I'm still taking care of the stuff I have to do. Yeah. It's like, it's like my moment away, even though like I'm really not gone. (laughs) No, I love oh, that's it. That's see, that's the stuff I'm saying. You do it. You watch your TV, watch your Netflix while you're, you know, unloading the dishwasher. I mean, make it fun, you know, even, right. you know, housework is not fun. We all know that. But, you know, right. if you pair it with something that you want to do, it makes it a little better and it makes you feel good. That's good, right? Right. Yeah. So, okay. So can you give me your top three things that someone can do right now? to carve out something into their day, like top three things that maybe come to mind. I know I'm I'm putting you on the spot, so. (laughs) No, 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 it's okay. Just remember, in one day, there's 24 hours, okay? So there are gaps, okay? So the best thing to do is, like I said, look at your schedule, see what's there. If you can't, and, and then first start with a list. List of all the things you've always wanted to do. It could be like just, I don't know, just getting a pedicure, anything, you know, picking flowers, whatever. It's all up to you. Make a list. Second, look at your schedule and try to see like what those, how you can put those activities in your existing list. If you can't do it on the weekday, plan it out with your support system on the weekend and get it done. You know, start off with baby steps. Don't take a huge leap and stuff. And I think that's, that's like the best thing. And as far as the mom guilt is concerned. If we are always going to have that mom guilt, that's not gonna help you in any way, okay? Because our kids, like the most we can do with our kids is taking them to the therapist. And those are within our resources, all we can do. So the rest of it with mom guilt, it doesn't help in any way. So if you find yourself feeling guilty for having fun and doing something for yourself, you need to just take a look and say, hey, I need to charge my mom battery and that's okay so I can be available for my kids and my family and I'll be more happier. Think of it this way. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'm so grateful for you taking yeah. the time with us today. I want to be able to connect people with you. So if it's sure. okay, I'm going to put in our note section how they can reach you. Um, Absolutely. I, I know you do this as your business, um, but I think you give a consultation or something. Yes. 
Yes, yes, you can contact me and we can do, um, I have a 20 minute uh, consultation on the phone. All of my sessions are on the phone, so they're extremely convenient for all of my um, clients for you know various reasons. It's not on Zoom or anything, it's 100% audio. And it's a 20 minute session to see if it's a good fit for you and see if we actually like connect. And then I leave it up to the client. If you would like to go ahead, that's fine. If not, I don't take it personally, but I would love, love, love to hear from you and maybe we can work together and make some goals and help you out in any way I can. I love that. Yes. All right. Thank well, you so much. Let's see. Yes, so we'll wrap this up. And is there any last is there any last pointer that you'd like to give out before we before we end our call today? When you find yourself being reluctant to do something for yourself, ask yourself why not. Oh, that helps me a lot. Why yeah. not? Why not? Why yes. not? Why not? Exactly. Why not? I love it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That helps Thank a lot you. with me too. When I get stuck on stuff, why not? Why shouldn't I go and have a nice lunch by myself? Why not? Oh, yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for and having me. We look, we look forward. I'm sure we'll get to actually meet up again. Maybe yeah. one day we'll meet in person. That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll have like a little mom retreat. That would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll remind everybody that you can like and share a special kind of chaos podcast with all your friends and give us five stars please (laughs) you can find us on instagram yes and we're special kind of chaos dot pod on instagram and you can also find us on facebook facebook we have a fan page where you can follow along with our journey or you can join our group you can join our group and you can be part of the actual conversations that we have going on there we'd love we love to connect with you guys yes we want to hear what your thoughts are um tell us what you'd want to you want to hear yeah tell us what topics you're thinking that would be good for us to tackle yeah so stay tuned Woohoo! have a great day bye